I did my nails. I can't open my fucking can. Mm. So I hear we're in for a story. Friends, and I call you friends now. Will we still be friends by the end of this story? I don't know. Now, I've spoken to you at length about the times that the podcast has seeped over from just a party for my ears and affected my real life. See also, see previously, the Yakety Sacks, Hot Tub Story et al. Okay? In, my, in this essay, I will tell you how you've ruined my life. But friends... You might have taken the cake this weekend. So I was maid of honor in my best friend's wedding. Uh, it was so oh, exciting. Hold on, hold on. Who are you, Cameron Diaz? No, I am, Who yes. are you, Julia Roberts? <laughs> Who are you, Rupert Everett? I'm, Sorry, I'm Rupert Everett. Let's be real. Let's be real. I'm Rupert Everett. Um, and... So and it was like a, a, a COVID postponed wedding. Like there's like a lot of emotions riding oh, on yeah. it, and like you, I, if I may say so, my speech was very good. Um, and I practiced it hither and yon. I practiced it on Facetime with my mom. I practiced it in real life with Jeff. I practiced it alone in my bathroom. I practiced it like I'm gonna have two glasses of wine and then do it because that's how it's gonna be on the day. Like I was smart, ready. I am a professional. You were ready to say a little prayer for you, kind of thing. I w- Best friends. Uh, yeah. No. Oh yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah. Oh, we got it. Yes. Sorry. Yes, I, th- it's not. A, it's not a Janine joke unless I have to overplay it because I'm an yes. asshole. The lobster dancers. <laughs> no. The lobsters were there. They were there in the background, gassing me up. The twins in the straw hat appeared. Mm. So what I had not anticipated was like getting up there to give the speech that I was like born to give, ready to say things like I've known the bride since her third day on the planet, and now let me tell you some fun jokes. Okay, fine. No, what I wasn't ready for was the feelings. The feelings, they found me. It was big like Lizzie Bennett losing her shit at the thought of her sister Jane not being happy. Like big, big feelings. I wasn't ready and I got really like choked up about it in a way that I had not anticipated. I had to restart it from the top. Oh, and no. so I only got like one paragraph in and I was like, I'm crying. I didn't, Let's do this again. And it was fine. But here's the thing. There was one moment where I almost lost it again. I promise this is worth it. Everybody, this is a bigger setup. Than I Welcome to Sick Burn Jane, a public interview <laughs> podcast. I'm Allison. I'm Julie. That's Janine. Hey. And now I'm going to hand it over to a special guest host, Amelia Bazell, for the conclusion of her story before we get into her PP. Amelia. Thank you. So, um, TLDR, I used to dress up as Mary Poppins and try to trick my friend, because she's younger than I am, into thinking I was the real Mary Poppins. And so the word acting came up in my speech. And I, it was one of those moments where, like, the, the throat closed up. It was very, like, Leslie Nope trying to get through the words. And there was a moment, and I was able to cover it up with, like, a sniffle, where I almost said jacting. It was like, <laughs> it was like... Fitzherbert, tits pervert, Bridget Jones, <laughs> the launch of Kafka's motorbike. I almost said jacking in a maid of honor speech, and it's all your fault, and I don't know what to do about this. But that is oh. a truth that I lived, and I had to tell you immediately. Oh. So that's a part fuck of your you. life. That's a part of your life now. Yeah. That's a part of my life now. <laughs> I like to imagine all the people at what I assume to be this lovely wedding, just all of a sudden. Did she just say jacking? What does that mean? What is that? Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm glad you didn't, but that is hilarious. Thank you, <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you so much. 
Um, also, I don't know if I will be invited back to Emma, probably, but what if? I don't know. How many threats do I get? So while I'm still in Wedding Corner, because yes, that's the part of the notes that are in front of me, I would just like it on the record that I, for my own wedding next year, uh, the Emma like opening theme is currently slated to be my processional. And there will not be a dry eye in the house if you're an Emma stan, so get ready for that, baby. <laughs> Oh, friends. Oh, wow. Just wow. Where, where, okay. I many, we have, we have, I mean, the golden butthole of all golden buttholes. Let's just go there. Because we started, the Dueling Pianos ended. Fra well, okay. Frank Churchill rolled in. And then the golden butthole. Let's just, let's just start with the golden butthole. How much do you love her? Oh, my God. I assume, what a piece of shit. I assume you speak. <laughs> Of Mrs. Of Mrs. Elton, e. one of the great buttholes in literature, who yeah. is also one of the great buttholes, the great butthole of the, and there are a lot of buttholes in this movie, including our protagonist, but God, she's really, she's really just the worst in this movie. And that direct take to camera wanted to punch right, right through the screen, just punch, pop her right in the nose. I wrote her name down because I refuse to not respect her name for the rest of this. So Juliet Stevenson, you're the shit. Can I just tell you that your acting eating is incredibly brilliant? Incredible. Like she's stuffing her face all the time, talking through it, the, the timing of it, the way she does it. That takes a lot of skill and she's. Very good. <laughs> the deep inhale through her nose in the middle of all that, like, was mm -hmm. just like, she was just, every piece of her was adding to this fucking puckering butthole. Fucking talking over him. <laughs> oh, God. It was like a little mini orgasm every time she did it. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah. Do it again. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh that was, she was great. Mm. I mean, she was really great. I did write down, should I try to eat a rice cake and do a Mrs. Selton impression? <laughs> but I've been talking a lot. Um, I mean, oh God, there are so many things in Mrs. Elton Corner that are just, I, okay, how about how she, like, no one asked, no one asked her, Mrs. Elton, why are you so old? to be a newlywed. No one asked her, but you can tell that she's really self-conscious about it. And mm. so then when Emma has her over for tea and she talks about like, you know, I can even accept a smaller house. My house before was a good deal roomier, but no, without music. Or no, because I've had so many resources in here. Literally justice to her heart, but, yeah. but said I, without music, my life would be a blank. And why should why we form a musical club? But like, I love the idea that she is trying to suggest that, like, I have so many resources in here. I did not. I did not need to marry. I'm surely just like a late bloomer because I was in the mood. No, you weren't. Everyone hates you, but you tried <laughs> to cover it up, and I, I love that. I forgot this in the book because I'm just. I'm almost to meeting her in the book. I haven't met her yet. Oh okay. God! The, and this is my second. No, this is my second reading. So I have met her one time. Do they talk about? It, does Jane Austen refer to the fact that she's older? Is that something? Is it just that she's a terrible person that nobody wanted, even though she was wealthy? Um, I think it's that she she's wealthy, but she's not of any sort of noble. Like she's a right. new money, like a merchant. Um, yeah, mm -hmm. and it's because she, yeah, yeah, and like, and also she's incredibly gauche, right? Like yes. she she's not eating with talking with her mouthful. 
Oh, oh my God. gosh. Yeah, she's I, so good at it. Uh, to your point oh. about the food acting, the facting. Facting? Facting? No. Um, no. Consuming? Consuming food? So, nope, not going to go. Nope. No. Ch- chewing? Chacting? Chacting? Chacting is pretty okay, good. Okay, chacting. There we go. Um, I wonder if Jeannie Simpson studied at the Juliet Stevenson School of Chacting. <laughs> she was also very good at it. Yeah, it was. It's like you know what her biting out of that muffin is mm-hmm. like uh, is is to Mrs. Elton in this movie what I'm poor is to <laughs> all of the other Mr. Wickhams. Um, yeah, gosh, I know I mentioned this in the last podcast, but she's also a great audiobook narrator, and she does some there are a couple different Austin adaptations and she's just so fucking funny. Um, just like really, really good. So, uh, so check that out. Um, mm-hmm. but I have to admit, I find it even knowing that we've got some truly great Emma adaptations ahead and we do some really, really good ones. I find it hard to imagine that the next time we do a platinum pooper for Emma, that it's not going to be her. Although we said the same thing How? about Mr. Collins, right? So, or about, or about yeah. da- David Bamber. So who knows? I mean, yeah. that pair, the pair up matters, right? Like how you line it up, that's going to matter. But she is so goddamn fucking so From good. the first moment, you, it's also great <sighs> costuming, from the, which I'm sure, mm-hmm. hopefully, a friend of the show, Emma Fraser is going to be able- Emma! 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 Is going to be able to join us. Um, but the from the first moment you see her, you're like, oh, you're the worst. It's, and it's because of that hat, but it's also because of your personality. <laughs> yeah, man. That hat felt like a two by four just waiting to hit someone in the fucking face. Janine, I'm so <laughs> curious when you get to um, uh, when you get to reading the book, which you should. And w- now yeah. I'm guessing you think you would have an easier time of it, right? Now that you yes, because now that I right now that I know the beats, um, yeah. There are all kinds of butthole moments that she that are that you can't put into every adaptation right like there but there are these little things um that i think this adaptation does a really good job of making her so awful that you don't need all those details (laughs) like there there's a moment in the book in the book when emma sees mrs elton telling mr elton to snub harriet um yeah and it just like fills you with rage um and you don't and you don't need to see it because you just know you just know that she's the fucking worst she's so oh. awful also what the a same fun part same scene she uh says she's going to pick Jane up in her carriage and then she forgets her <laughs> um because what a Jane Fa- Fairfax <laughs> she's she's pretty close to a non entity in this movie it's something's got to go and it's that's the storyline that really they, yeah. they sort of leave Jane out in the cold a lot like Mrs. Elton um <laughs> leaving Jane out in the cold. she li- Yeah that was Thanks. good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you Janine. Um <laughs> but uh and now I've lost my train of thought I got distracted by my Janine joke and then I started <laughs> down a spiral of self-loathing to go back to you guest host. Seems right. <laughs> um, just while we're reveling in Mrs. Elton Corner, and then I did take just kind of some stream of consciousness notes, so maybe I will try to like pull a Julie in a oh, Pablander sense of, and then this happened. Although yeah. to quote to quote Act One of the movie Emma, I could never presume to guide her as you did me, but I hope to impart a little of what I know. Oh. But first, before we <laughs> really, so this is Julie, like this is like reading an article with like the like the quotes pulled out. You're God, you're fucking good at this. It's all in here, baby. It's all in here. It's a you've been preparing sickness. for this almost okay. your whole life. 
Almost my whole life. The majority of my life. Some people wait a lifetime for a moment like this. Okay, one more. I know a lot of <laughs> a lot of natural Mrs. Elton being a butthole is going to come out and we're talking. But just I want to make sure we don't forget this one bit that I find just tr- so delicious. Yeah. Where they're at, at the party and it's Shane. You're a very, very <laughs> fragile creature. And all the way, she's like her. slapping her all. <laughs> like, kind of hard. Never God. You like, never got to the delicacy of your constitution. Jane. Tapping her on the forehead almost. Like, what like, a shit, shit interaction. Oh, oh my, my God. Very, I love very her. Very, fragile <sighs> creature. Okay. But yes. So we get through the dueling pianos. Mrs. Elton shows up. Right before Mrs. Elton shows up, Frank Churchill comes over and kind of implies that maybe he has a secret that he would like to share with Emma, who always made me feel so at home. Quite a friend since my very arrival. It no longer feels honorable <laughs> to hide from you. Here's a fun fact that I didn't catch until this watch through with, uh, with help from the like tidbit corner uh, from the, the Bezos's uh, streaming platform. In that scene where Frank is like, gotta go, got a secret. Oops, dad's here, gotta go, bye. His wig changes lengths. <laughs> he shows up <laughs> and his wig's pretty short. And then if you look it back again, like the, it's, the wig is longer. So like- Awesome. The, so like, <laughs> what? Let's, pretend, let's pretend it's like a Rip Van Winkle thing of like he's drew out his secret <laughs> for so long. <laughs> but like go back and watch it. Gentle, gentle listener- it's around the like hour and four minute mark or something like that. It's I maybe can't unsee it now. Maybe you can't it's a reverse it. that so Pinocchio hilarious. situation where Frank Churchill tells yeah. the truth so infrequently that when he's preparing to tell his tell the truth, his hair grows six inches. Because <laughs> <laughs> wow, Frank Churchill also the worst, just the worst. Yes, the worst, also the worst, just the worst, just a terrible. I mean, boy. really, Ewan McGregor does a very good job of making himself wholly unattractive despite the fact that he is a verified Stone Cold Fox. Just yeah. like, no, wouldn't touch him with a 10-foot pole. Absolutely not. Harriet nope. Smith has great taste. Great taste. The The only people she is interested in that Emma has nothing to do with are the two men in the whole movie who can get it. Yes. Yeah. That's true. That is true. Yeah, she's got a really good barometer for that. Good for her. We uh, when Amelia and I fell down our Bridget Jones wormhole and did the Bridget Jones redacted, we worked in a Harriet Smith rules section specifically because Harriet Smith rules. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, she does. She does. Yeah, she does. Um, okay, so Frank leaves, and then Mrs. Elton comes to tea. Janine, would you please like to tell us about um, the? The, the awkward silence of the tea. I, I wrote down how much you loved it. I love that. That was like some of the best film work of an awkward silence, right? Because uh, it was just this, they just didn't, and you know, kudos to them for having its film. And so they're like just burning film while they just sat there in silence, not knowing what to fucking say to each other because she had two buttholes sitting on her fucking couch. She didn't want to deal with them. <laughs> it was good. I loved Gwyneth Paltrow's acting in that scene because the sheer force of her hatred (laughs) couldn't help but just leak out of her. And the note that I wrote was, there was one eye roll in particular that really got me. And I said, goop eye rolls are organic and artisanally (laughs) 
because it was natural and felt real. And it also absolutely no attempt to, to try and hide it at all. Yeah. Just like looking at the person and going, like, is it when she says, yeah, It's what I wanted nightly. to do waiting tables for so many years. Nightly. <laughs> mm-hmm. Not, Never have seen him before. Dare you. Nightly. <laughs> yeah. I yes. also love um, when, like, also, like, more good Gwyneth acting. Um, there's that runner where they're giving the tour of the house and they come into the room where Mr. Um, oh my God, Mr. Uh, Mr. Mr. Woodhouse is sleeping. Oh, Mr. Woodhouse, sorry, yeah. I almost said Wesley. I was like, no, no, this is your movie. You can't. And then no. I did. Yeah. Uh, and then it happened. Uh, but yeah, where Mr. Woodhouse is sleeping, and he's like, oh, you should try bath. It will do him a world of good. He's tried bath before without receiving any benefit. No, it will do him good. A line for me, and you'll have the best society, whatever. But then she goes on to say, like, it can only help to uh, lift his spirits, which I understand are often quite depressed. And you see Emma looking at Mr. Elton to be like, you betrayed priest and patient confidentiality you are like hipaa violating the shit out of the clergy right now and told your fucking wife that my dad is depressed and like she looks at him like i'm going to murder you and he looks at her like whoops and it's just delicious every time speaking of of the most mortifying house tour in the history of house tours Every time that Alan Cumming opened his mouth to speak and Juliet Stevenson spoke instead, they were both so, like, it felt so organic. I don't know what the script yeah. looked like on those pages, but it really feels like he just, nope, he's like, he doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> it's great. And you know uh-huh. what? Yeah. yeah. It's what he deserves. Which is why that awkward moment works so well, because you're just seeing, like, him go, I can't say anything because if I start saying, she's going to say something and not, no one gives a fuck. And then she's going, I can't bowl over Emma at all. She fucking hates me. What am I going to do here? And they were both getting what they deserved. Two it's, buttholes on a couch. I love the, <laughs> there's something so honest about the Mrs. Elton progression of, well, my husband was in love with you, so I should hate you, but you are the fanciest person in a 25-mile radius, so clearly we have to be best friends because nobody else is fancy. Just me and you, Emma. We're the only fancy ones. And then when Emma's like, Ugh. I guess I have to throw her a party or everyone will know I don't like her. Finally, she's like, fuck yes. you. No, you suck. You might be fancy, but I'm, but I'm fancy too, and I've got a protege. Look at my protege and poor Jane Fairfax is like, I just want to get married. Yes, can <laughs> please like, let me leave? Everybody here yeah. sucks. Could someone here not suck? Just any anybody, anybody. And then Mr. Knightley shows up and is like, yes, yes, I can. Here I am, ready oh to not God. suck. The dance sequence, it's I the, love it so much. Yes, I'm sorry, guest host, host, we'll get there. Not there guest yet, host, please proceed. Are we, are we, are we could. Okay, okay. So, yes, I'll have to throw a party for her. Fine. We see that cute little scene with uh, Knightley coming to see Miss Taylor, my Sears Tower, and Emma having, like, tea in the garden, and there are those goldfish bowls. Those goldfish <laughs> bowls were amazing. Like, I was watching, and then all of a sudden, I'm like, wait, is that is that a goldfish bowl? Oh, there's oh, more than multiple. one. Mm-hmm. I have to, like, what wonder if Who's those taking gold- care of those goldfish? I almost wonder if those were more like fancy bird feeders. <laughs> if they're just sitting out in the garden S- like that. Seagull feeders. <laughs> just yeah. seagull feeders. It's such that, an elegant bird. <laughs> so it's like, uh, th- that makes me think of another question because later we see her in that incredible tent that they set up for her when yeah. she wants to sit outside without being yeah, in direct sunlight. Unless the sun touch any of her pristine ivory skin. 
Right. Mm. I mean, you, goals, two things really, you got to stay but, away from when you're Emma. The sun and vagrants. Can't wait to talk about the vagrants. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I completely that scene forgot also about that from weird. the book. Yeah. We're almost there. We'll but get the, there. We'll get there. But, but the, the, um, the outdoor setups, I always think about the people who have to set them up. Yeah. So is it a schedule where Emma's like, on Wednesdays, I'll need the white tent on the South Lawn at 1 p.m.? Or do they just like, does Emma come downstairs and go, hey, I'm going to need the goldfish gazebo. (laughs) Can somebody do that? That's like, and you know, those things aren't easy to set up. I've set up tents like that in a more modern age, and they're fucking horrible. I think the gazebo (laughs) itself is stationary right they're not messing with that gazebo but those goldfish bowls can't just hang out there those have to those feel like they have to be cared for and carried out and placed which is by the way hugely traumatic for the goldfish yeah the goldfish doesn't like it maybe they have an aquarium of goldfish and they're like we're gonna go sit in the guard today and they're like okay and they fish out a bunch of goldfish plop them in there and that's the prep because and then they leave them there because then they become bird food oh my god (laughs) That's so sad. We know she's so rich, but to be rich enough, I'm guessing goldfish were not like common. Not everywhere. So, like, it's not like she could just go to Meyer and get one from the pet department. Walmart. Um, What I want is a commentary track from the goldfish who witness these interactions, but they hear it all like the teachers and Charlie Brown. Exactly. We're like, Jane Fairfax. And then the fish are like, fuck this shit. Human beings, what a mess. Wait, wait, what'd they say? I already forgot because my brain is incredibly tiny. Yeah. (laughs) Nice. Um, But yeah, um, it's time for Allison's expertise corner because there is, yeah. So there is, when they're in the garden around the goldfish, if you can possibly tear your brain away from the goldfish. I can't. Um, No, you can't. Yeah. Unpossible. Uh, but then, um, you know, oh, so you're fixing that I should marry Jane Fairfax. Not at all. You could not come and sit with us if you were married. And I know there were rules about, like, yeah, of course, unmarried Mr. Knightley could hang out with married Miss Taylor and Emma in a garden without it being, like, a weird sex scandal. But I don't remember exactly what the rules were. Like, why is it that a married guy who's, dare I say, sword already has a designated sheath then can, like, why, why, wouldn't that be a safer choice? Like, I know that society was fucked up, but I don't remember why married men somehow had fewer freedoms for friendships, and I know that you know, so I'll well, stop talking. Well, I don't let know, talk. but I will say that I, I have always interpreted that um, perspective from Emma uh, as being that if he was married, he'd be coming with his wife or would be too busy being married. Mm. And doing uh, doing married yeah. shit, more def- sm- being a smug married. There's uh. also there's also the like patriarchy aspect of this too, where it's like the single women could tempt kind of idea. Where I, think I think that's that, what it's supposed that's to be. A, that's a part of that too, which is right. fucked up. Yeah, but I think it's mainly because Emma's saying from her perspective, she couldn't be yeah hanging out with a married man unsupervised. Yeah. Well, but I she also couldn't be hanging like out with an unmarried man unsupervised. They're because they are right. related. It's a little different. Um, 
They're not not it's brother and sister. Paul Rudnick. Um. That's the <laughs> sexiest man alive. Cart, uh, Ooh, this he year. is too, though. Mm. And he's a little mm-hmm. he's yes. a little it's Polly Pocket. Is he a tiny I didn't, guy? I didn't realize that until I was watching. I was I was watching episodes of the uh, that psychiatrist show that came the out. Shrink the, what next is it? The psychologist door. next door. Shrink. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I finally realized. I don't know what it was. Just somehow realized. I mean, most of them man. are not. He's you a, know who else who? was a Polly Pocket? Hmm. Paul Newman. Yeah. Oh well, I mean, I really? I keep him in several of my pockets. I'd keep him in every hey pocket yo. I have. Hey. <laughs> R.I.P. Yeah. All right. Are we, uh, all right. Special. Oh, sorry. Are we Janine, going? What? Well, I, I'm. I'm. I really want to talk about the dance. Are we getting close mm-hmm. to that yet? Oh yeah. Okay. We're okay. almost at the day. We're what? We're one question away before we just go okay. go ham on the dance. Sweet. We, I, I need a moment. We need to talk about it. I know that you've enjoyed how the editors have had fun with adding their own jokes through cuts. Yeah. How did we feel about Mr. West or Mr. West, Mr. Knightley? Um, after saying, you know. I'd rather fetch that stick after throwing it for the dog. And then he goes, I'd rather stay here where it's cozy. And then there's the cut to Donwell Abbey behind them. It's not a cozy ass house. Did we like it's that great. joke? It's was, great. It, was that the camera movement? Well, they, the, where they like... frame, the composition of the frame changed so that their heads were sort of at the bottom of the frame and then the house was looming behind them. Yeah. Where it's cozy. Yeah. Where it's cozy. yeah. <laughs> There was so many weird camera movements in I'm this one. It. I, I like it. Take it made me feel very weird. Where I was like, "Bros, chill the fuck out." This felt very '90s. We're like, "We've we've got a dolly. Hey, set up the dolly. We're gonna do the dolly well, it's shot." Just because next. they couldn't do the and, drone uh, shots yet. I, that's true, and they would have done a fuck ton of drone shots. I bet I, they would have. I, I bet they would have done that. Oh, oh you know what? You then it would have been. We would have seen I want to stay that? here where it's cozy, and then the drone zooms way out, and we see the extensive <laughs> grounds because you know people <laughs> with extensive grounds love to visit other people with extensive, extensive grounds. grounds. Other people with extensive with grounds. grounds. I like the next step of that drone shot because then the drone would go up, and it'd be a one shot that comes straight down into a chase of the carriage where she's now being chased by the vagrants. I That's kind that. of like the 2019 version, to be let's, honest. Uh, let's <laughs> wow. dance. Wow. I have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's do it. Um, yeah, this is a free skate. I'm announcing a free skate. We're talking about the dance. It is a free form discussion. Oh, point one. Please take it away. I love everybody. that actors are good because, and dancers are good, right? Because the nature of the movement and the interpretation of the musicians, it's also the, a playing aspect, makes the fact that the first Lizzie Darcy dance in my PP in the miniseries, that's the same song and the same dance as the one that Janine is talking about, as the as the nightly Emma dance. Oh, no It's shit. the exact same. Oh. I, I wish I could tell you what it is. Well, let's pretend it's the quadrille. I don't know. It's one of those things. Um, but it's the same thing, only in the miniseries, it's very, um, like, I mean, it's still hot because they're mad at each other, right? There's, but there's a oh, lot yeah, of, like, so coming much, back like, together. There's so much, like, coming out of their eyes. Mm-hmm. Like, lots of that, you know? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like that, but here it's but so this fucking, the swooping this and the circling, and Gwyneth is very good at it. it She's was, very good at it. It was so sensual. Borderline like pornographic. Sen- I, like, fuck. Yeah. I think the 2019 one is hotter. Oh, God. I'm going to fucking need a blanket. 
This one is hot, and I loved like when their hands would just miss each other. But it because it was the shot was usually like mid range on it, so that you could actually see everybody dancing. In twenty in the twenty nineteen version, it's way it's more focused in on mm. Knightley and Emma, and there's like a distinct sexual crackle that happens when they touch each other the first time. That is very specific. I bet. I bet that has something to do with the technology of the te- of the cameras and stuff. Because by 2019, they had smaller, more maneuverable cameras than maybe what they had here. But like, I just love a group dance, and I'm here yeah. for all of them. Truly, this like the fact that they kept that static camera, and then they did all of this this fucking sexy ass thing that I'm reacting to with just a static camera shot. Mm-hmm. I am to fucking impressed. Allison said a lot about that about like how they all did that. They were so good. And also before pre. Emma and Knightley dancing. Can we just talk about what an absolute unit Knightley is for asking Harriet to dance? Yeah. It's really that it's a great moment. Yeah. Because he's already he's already told Emma that he hates dancing, right? And then he shows up at this party and the first thing he does is come in and rescue Harriet from a humiliating social situation. And, and it's really so the layers lovely. have layers. He's not just rescuing Harriet from a mortifying social situation. He is rescuing Harriet and Emma and Mrs. Weston, all of whom are being directly insulted by what the Eltons are doing. Right? Well, Emma, I guess indirectly. But Mr. Elton being saying no to the hostess, being like, no, I don't think I'll dance with that w- miserable woman. Fuck that bitch. That's it's incredibly mm-hmm. insulting. It's and it's so immature, and I, I mean, I get it. I I, I have my moments of petty bitch, and Mr. Elton is definitely a petty bitch. But <laughs> so he's rescuing all. I mean, her especially <laughs> that he's rescuing all of them. And Tony Collette, yeah, it's like somebody turns a light bulb on inside her. She's just so happy and honored and grateful and relief. Like all of, God, breaking. Tony Collette, good. Yeah, oh. I actually have a note later that says Tony Collette is a gift yeah. to us all. She really is. Uh, and the way they edited it, too, with the sound and, and the way the, the, mm-hmm. the dance broke in that one moment, and they were the, the featured couple, and then mm-hmm. the, the orchestra was just so much more full. Like, you could not yeah. help and but you get this cute, feel there's the this elation. lovely little yeah. moment mm-hmm. between Emma and Harriet when Harriet ends up next to her when she's joined the jams, where she's like, see, we got it. That's good. It's good. See, you're all right. Yeah. Oh, it's so well, much oh. better. Oh, it's so God. sweet. I noticed the costumes really for the first time in this dance sequence because when, I mean, the costumes are lovely, but they're not really jumping out at me a lot except for Mrs. E <laughs> um, and Mrs. Bates. But um, when Knightley and Emma have their dance at the end of the night, I noticed that everybody else, all the women were in shades of pink and rose and she was in ivory, so she stood out. So you can have this whole group dance happening, but Knightley and Emma like remain separated, even though everybody's all together. And mm-hmm. I thought that, that was a really cool move. That's I think that's a really well organized thing too, with the mm-hmm. way they were shooting it in that static shot to keep them still the focus without doing framing or different lighting techniques. Yeah, the costumes went a long way because yeah. it really was everybody yeah. else kind of matched each other and they were separate. Mm. And I, I thought that was cool. Um, I just love the social dancing. I, I, I'm never mad at any of it. I like some better than others, but it's always amazing. It's, and it's just interesting to think about what it would have been like to be alive at that time and like have to know all those dances, first of all. B, know all the like customs and shit. <laughs> 
and it's always well, you need just a like, dancing master and the ex- yes and the expression that goes into it right not just for mm-hmm. our sake as the people watching it but also like what you're trying to tell your dance partner by the effort you're putting into it and the way you're going about it and fucking Emma Knightley man get a room yeah. good god <laughs> wait for 2019 Oh yeah, wait for, first. Yeah, wait for twenty nineteen. Oh okay. my god, it's so hot. But Janine, may I please do an impression of you during the crowd cast? Sure. <laughs> here is here is what Janine said. I have to get my notes exactly right. And the and the accent is part of it. The choice, the accent choice, incredible. So in response to the nightly Emma dance, is that they a budding couple? They are. <laughs> <laughs> so Janine yelled across his across his living room. <laughs> I saw you laughing at that. I had had to mute my computer because the we were like a second apart, and I saw you lose your shit. And that must have been what that was. I had not muted That's my funny. computer, but I had it down, so I only couple? really heard Janine when he went, "Oh shit! Oh shit! Oh shit! Oh shit! Is that they?" Oh, that's amazing. I wish I'd heard that. Budding couple, Lisa. May I have a budding couple? Can I have a couple? <laughs> Best couple more. Yes. Oh god. Yeah, just so and this that was, was well, that was they. Goodness. <laughs> this dance was at the well, Weston's house, correct? Uh, uh, so yes. it's actually at the hall that hasn't been used for dances in a long time. But when Frank Churchill comes to town, they all get it in their heads that the best way for them to have a dance is if they take the old hotel and they they do it all upright, which is why they're so distressed when Frank has to go take care of his sick aunt, who then dies. That's uh, <laughs> all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> uh that's we need that spin-off what frank does on his on his trip away this was missing something from the book that i found fascinating which was when the westons threw the party emma was uh, not the weston was it the westons no, where she's like no, no, i can't no, no, go that's the coles it was the coles the that's coles. the dueling piano party yeah the dueling piano party because we didn't really get that in this adaptation but she goes through this whole thing of trying to make everybody talk her into deigning to accept their invitation because technically speaking she should not attend a party thrown by the coals because they are beneath her and it's very specific and i was like oh they kind of know that that's in there it's it's just in part one (laughs) no yeah Yeah, because she's like monitoring the mail she she needs to decline the invitation but they haven't invited her yet Okay, cool. So I, then I she think does, I got it so no, the Westons, the thing that, was, yeah. that happens in the book at the Westons is that um, they intend for her to open the dance with Frank. They must open the dance together. Um, only then they realize that Mrs. Elton, who is talking to Blue Streak about how the dance, it's obviously been thrown to honor her. Like They're like, well, I mean, I think that she thinks that this party's for her, so if we don't have her open it, she's going to be offended. And Frank, in maybe the only moment in the whole book that makes me like him, is like, I'm not dancing with that bitch. You can. I'm not. I'm dancing with Emma. I'm not dancing with her. If she's starting it. That's fine. But she's, get, she's not dancing with me. Nope. No, sir. Because he rightly <laughs> hates, hates her because she's such a dick to poor mm-hmm. Jane. Yeah. Delicate. Yeah. Slap, slap, slap. <laughs> 
very, very gentle creature. Uh, there's a little mm-hmm. bit of that in the 2019 too, which is exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, friends, the dance ends. It's happened. Yeah. Cackles of sex electricity have been exchanged. And now, Harriet <laughs> and I are walking down the lovely wooden lane. When what, what the happened? fuck is this about? Why? I they this are, scene made me so. It's I had really so like, many conflicting feelings about that scene. Okay, so no first sense. of all, in the back, it's. I'm using the word from the book, gypsies. Second, Harriet mm-hmm. is by herself. It's less confusing when Harriet is walking by herself, and a bunch of strange dudes are like, "Look at that unaccompanied mm. woman." I, I bet that I bet that we could get her purse off of her, and also who knows what else, right? Uh, because hello, that's still the reality, right? Um, it's much that's more life. confusing when Emma is there, mm-hmm. and the way that it's shot, they like walk past and they glimpse, and they and it's not that they start following them; it's that they're like, "Oh no, pores." Uh, pores. <laughs> let's walk. Let's just keep walking. Let's walk, walk a touch more quickly. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then, and then when the pores are there, Harriet <laughs> stop, drops, and rolls. Like as soon as they're nearby, she just falls to the ground because that's a sensible reaction. Harriet Smith needed a true crime podcast. Harriet, we have failed with your her. Keys in your and hand. when they did, keys in your hand. And when they did like start attacking, they were like, let's get her purse and whatever. But then they were yeah. only focused on Harriet, which was Yeah, weird. none of them were touching Emma. Well, they were like pulling Emma away, but not trying to get shit from Emma. And that was all very weird. And then it was like, not, it was like men and, then, and women. So that also uh, I was wanna, weird. I want to like, paraphrase <laughs> Amelia's chat comment from the crowd cast. And then, oh no, a fop scatter. <laughs> Yeah, because he does just kind of show up with a stick and is like, be gone. And then yeah, just he just leave. Just leaves that poor woman alone. And then they all stop. And he puts out his hand. and His for like, chamois gloved hand. Yeah, and then we get this weird transition. And it's just like, is that it? They were like, oh, a landed gentleman. We, we must stop now. Yeah, it's <laughs> oh, goodness stupid. Gracious. If we Fuck do not us. back away, yeah, he may terrible. strike us with oh. his walking stick. Oh, for shame. Mm-hmm. Is that a it couple? Was fucking weird. <laughs> Is that they? Is that they? Poor people. Um, a buddy all right. couple. Take us away, guest Poor host. People. Okay, so then next. Okay, so then after you know, like, oh, I was, I've been taken to to the woodhouses, to the convalesce. Oh, you know, I I must take my leave of you. I'm Frank Churchill. I have to go make out with Jane, but you don't know that. Then we go to the party for Mrs. Oh, hold Elton. On. The lovely, hold on. Lovely no, you picnic. cannot skip yeah, my very favorite some. scene in every Emma adaptation, which is when Harriet Smith is like, um, Bring it. I have to get rid of the stuff that I saved. Oh. Harriet Smith's most precious treasures. Remember, it was it knit, it was like embroidered on her little pouch. Is that what that said on the pouch? Yes, it said oh Harriet Smith's God. most precious treasures, dude. I would have been much more judgmental in that scene. That oh, was already so stopping cute. myself from no. being judgmental. Oh, I scrolled too far. Yeah. Oh, and then yeah, she was trying that. to Thank set you. Good shit save. on fire. Oh, I love it. And it was a oh, yeah. Band-Aid. Essentially mm-hmm. a Band-Aid. She saved, it. She saved the, 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 the clippings uh, of a Band-Aid. And so a little blood. nub no, of a pencil. Just, 
Have you guys ever held. done that to something this from an ex? Really his. Yes. This is why I'm so judgmental because I'm disappointed in myself. What did you do? Uh, I I have a <laughs> I had a box of oh uh, that face <laughs> betrays you. <laughs> uh, it's a box. It's a box. It's a box of stuff. Doesn't matter. Whatever. Good. Uh, who else? Oh, I have all kinds of shit. Oh, I have all kinds of souvenirs. I once ate my favorite picture of my ex so that then I could shit it out. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. My God. <laughs> Julie, that's it, so on brand. Inspired. <laughs> that's... Inspired our friend Josh, whose last name I won't include because I didn't ask for his consent to tell the story. But once upon a time, our dear friend Josh was in a play where a costume was designed for him that was basically unwearable. That like that, like cut him and stuff, um, and and he <laughs> ate part of it. Inspired by Julie, he ate part of it so that he could shit it out. <laughs> oh jeez! Yeah. Um, oh, I and so when I saw that little pouch come out, I was like, oh, I've been But I've got a couple. Yeah. Um, I already can't wait to talk about that scene in Clueless because it is maybe my favorite scene in that entire movie it's and it's i think probably the most faithful adaptation moment yeah. and Brittany murphy is so good in it anyway it's a good scene but pardon me special guest hostess please mm-hmm. okay so yes cast it yes so just cast it into the fire a wise and relieving thing to do and now we're at the picnic we're picking strawberries oh okay free skate at the picnic everybody go it's a free skate that picnic. Uh, have any of you ever had an experience like this in your life? Because I have, and it wasn't oh, directed at Emma. me without I was realizing Emma. it. Where, like, where? Oh, yes, yeah. I where didn't you, know it was happening until it. You had think happened. you're and bantering, then it was just like, and you go just too far, and you don't know it. Exactly, and yeah. it's so humiliating later. Like when I look back on the entire forty-five years of my existence, that moment is yeah. always there, and I always feel shame and just cringe it's, about it. It, it was terrible. I assume, oh, well, first of all, if you read Jane Austen's letters, she just she is a stone cold Saucy bitch. Sometimes. She does not yeah. hold back, um, so it is not difficult to imagine that that she was pulling from her own life and writing this moment because it's so, it's so relatable. You can feel it. It's so real. Like yeah. your stomach drop to your butt because the, the second you watch her start, Sophie Thompson, um, the second that she starts reacting, you can watch <laughs> good old goop go, oh God. Oh, Wow. Oh my God, I'm a monster. And she thinks that before Mr. Knightley is like, dude, what the fuck? What you is wrong with you? Shit. What the hell? Get it together. <laughs> I know you're only 22, but for God's sake, why are you being such a dick? And then she's like, mm-hmm. which re- relatable. Yeah. Oh my God, oh, Sophie so Thompson good. was so heartbreaking. So, as I said, my first experience with an adapt- a film adaptation of Emma was 2019, and um, Miranda is amazing, but she doesn't hit Ugh. she doesn't hit it quite as hard or as deep mm. this yes, moment yes, because go, this Julie, moment go. is so important to the character of Miss Bates. Miranda is obviously humiliated and like has that kind of moment of trying to shush it away, but Sophie like goes 
even further into the like yeah she like, analyzes it, herself and Emma real must time. be right. Emma must yeah. be right. She goes way further it, into that part Because it's gradual. Of it, which is more it grows. It like I see. I see what she means. Yeah, she. <sighs> well, she like, like figures it out. Every like in every word she says, she's like, "This is what she's saying." Oh, oh fuck! I can't. I can't. And then it ends with oh. an old friend. friend. Fucking devastating. And then here's a line that I actually had been mishearing. <laughs> for over 1,000 views of this movie, um, <laughs> when <laughs> I have, I like called my mom to be like, this is the math I did on the podcast. Is it true? She's like, yeah, it's true. I was She's like, 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 by proxy, I have heard that movie. Over yes. Time. <laughs> so here's a line reading. I just like, I think I'm, I didn't quite have my, whatever, British decoder tuned in, but then I had subtitles on today. Um, but when Mr. Knightley, he actually says, who cares what I thought he was saying? She has watched you grow from a place where her notice of you was an honor. Yeah. Before he goes and say like humbling her and laughing at her in front of people who be guided by your treatment of her. But like, I like, we knew that, right? As again, as as Jeremy Northam tells us, she is poor, even more so than when she was born, and should she live to be an old lady, she will sink further still. And so like I knew, we all knew that like they used to have money, now they don't. But I don't think I until today, like the idea that that the Bateses, I almost said the Thompsons, which I mean, hey, that I mean, would be a great that honor. Is them. Sure, yeah, Thompsons. that's also. Yeah. But like, mm-hmm. yeah, the Bateses being a, a get for Emma was a thing when Emma was small. Is just like reconfiguring my brain. Like I am the meme of the guy looking at science and like all the all the, <laughs> the space, the, happening. All the, well, around she, yeah, all the geometries happening. Yeah, all the geometry in space. Yeah, Jeremy Northam, wow. obviously famously the villain from the net, uh, is also very good in this movie. <laughs> and um, spoiler for the net, uh, I don't know if I've mentioned it before. Have I mentioned Sandra Bullock starring in the net? Mozart's ghost. Um, so. Uh, he's <laughs> <laughs> we almost have to subtitle this movie. So Mozart's ghost, um, I think. Yeah. he's <laughs> so Mozart's ghost. The yeah. way that he reacts to that moment when he asks her to go, like to honor him with her company, is so rescuing Harriet Smith that you're immediately mm-hmm. like, "Oh yeah, right. You're a fundamentally decent human being. It's not your fault. You're rich." Like you're you're a fundamentally decent human being because it makes it very clear that it's not just that he is having pity on her. It's that she is a lovely person who just talks too fucking much. Like she is a obviously a kind, mm-hmm. gentle, thoughtful, compassionate, caring person who just talks too damn much. I'm that person. I talk too damn much. And she, it just, it really, Emma. (sighs) Sorry, I'm questioning all my life choices. (laughs) I'm realizing in real time that I'm a Miss Bates. Who among us has not not thanked someone for replacing the rivet in Mother's Spectacles? Uh, Since then, not only have they been as good as new, they have been better. Like who has 
who has not fawned? Who has not spoken mm-hmm. their fawning until like the steam falls out of their mouth? Man, like, I told you guys that I had the Miss Bates entire experience at my work picnic a couple of weeks ago. I just could yeah. not stop talking. <laughs> and I don't think if it, I don't know whether or not it is like pandemic discomfort or whether or not it was discomfort at being in a situation where I don't know a lot of my coworkers now because they got hired while we were all working from home. <laughs> So I just could not shut my fat trap. And I definitely <laughs> misbased it. Good. They all love you. Now there are like people on podcasts yep. saying Julie Starbird. <laughs> <laughs> she missed. We have to have a whole corner. We have to have a whole corner about how much we love her. So like God, that's fine. She was so she's so good in this scene. Ugh, I just want to yeah. give her another moment. Just also, incredibly heartbreaking. Mm. Like Okay, one more thing from the picnic that I think we have to talk about, and then we can go. Remember that one time Mrs. Zelton left the picnic being thrown in her honor? Yes! Such diversions are tolerable at Christmas when one's around the fire, but in my opinion, they waste the outdoors. Like, what a jerk. And then shutting her little umbrella like, choop! Yep. What a jerk. And then Misty, and then he has to like leave with her. Incredible. What a jerk. And he's an old married man, is what he says. Yeah, again. he says that a lot. Oh, what I'm a an jerk. old and you can married always see man. you can always see that maybe he's a little bit sad about it every time he says it. <laughs> he's like he I'm realizes just... he's made his bed. Oh, he's oh, like, I like, oh, that way. Maybe I made a terrible mistake. <laughs> <laughs> With nothing to say that no. could please Miss Woodhouse. Oh, I read it like. What'd you read it like? Oh, what? You think I couldn't get married? I got married. And she's fucking rich. And did you know she plays the piano? Married. I'm a married man. Married. Married. I'm very married. Single, uh, Emma. Mm. Married. I'm married. Mm. How's it going? Not mm. being married, bitch. Well, now yeah, but she... Now she a doesn't have, She doesn't have well, any incentive to get married, though. Right? Until well, I mean, until she thinks about that sweet hot D that's attached to knight in shining armor. <laughs> yeah, the knight D. <laughs> the knight D. I mean, we've all been there. We've Working all been there. Working on my knight D. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm going to call him now. Knight D. Not knightly. Knight D. Knight D. Knight D. That's the new nickname. Okay, so we yada yada. And then uh, Mr. Weston comes... <gasps> Oh, huffing and puffing. Huff and puff. Huff and puff. Emma. And what do we learn, friends? Tell us. That uh, that knave of his son. You know what? Secretly (laughs) engaged. Scoundrel. Scoundrel. He did not know that. He should be sorry. He did not know that she wasn't into him because (laughs) she thought she was for a minute because she didn't understand the nature of love. Um. (laughs) <laughs> it's it's fine. It happens. It's a mistake. Uh, she's correct. <laughs> yeah. And Mrs. Weston is like, but you're fine. She's, she's like, yeah, like but he didn't know I was going to be fine. She is correct. He is yeah. in. He's benefiting from a very piece lucky of and you know who And you know who yep. really deserves yeah. an apology? Jane Fairfax. A jerk. Good God. Just, just the worst. Having been in more than one, more than one secret relationship in my life, never a good idea. Don't do it. Don't do it because the other person is inevitably going to find a way to make you feel like shit. Because fuck that guy. Yep. Mm -hmm. She had to watch him. Yeah, she had to watch him fawn all over Emma in service of like throwing everyone off the set. Imagine all of the conversations that she overheard 
where other people were talking about Frank Churchill and Emma Woodhouse. I, I mean, probably constant, right? Miss Bates alone. Mm-hmm. Probably constant. Because that's <laughs> yeah. like, all they had to do was knit <laughs> yeah. and embroider yeah. and gossip about their neighbors. <sighs> justice mm-hmm. for Jane Fairfax. Yeah, She's Frank Churchill is the A worst. humble girl the with worst. a nice rack who just wants to get married. Truly. She almost fell off a boat once. That was rough. Yeah. She's got this secret piano. She didn't even ask for a secret piano. Come on. No. Frank. Thank you, next. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, next. Um, yeah. Oh, God. Okay. Really quick sidebar about the lighting in this movie. It's really interesting how sometimes the lighting choices are seem both <laughs> extremely deliberate or extremely, it's the 90s, we can't control the sun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's really cool. And sometimes I think they lucked into it looking really cool. And I was going to save this for later, but here I am halfway through it. But like there is a cool use of it during the dueling pianos when Frank gets up to sing with Emma. And like you can see like through whatever like blinds or slats or whatever the hell is on their windows where like Jane Fairfax's eyes are in shadow because she's so fucking angry. And like her eyes are all scrunched and like what the shit I can't believe I have to live through this. And then through scenes that we're actually about to get to. Yes, perfect. Okay, I did it. I stuck the landing. Because uh, then, um, I mean, after Emma tries to go make up with the Bateses and they blow her off, which was completely understandable, she comes back and Mr. Knightley's like, I'm going to go visit my brother. And again, it's like late afternoon sun highlighting weird cross sections of their body. So like Emma's neck is really well lit, but not the rest of it. Is that the one where she Mm -hmm. stepped into it and the whole circle like went down her face like this? Yeah. Yeah, I noted that and I was like, I can't tell whether I like that or hate it. Yeah. But I noted it. I was like, huh, okay. Uh Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. But it's real pretty when they stand under that tree. There's a lot of weird stuff. There was... I Anytime know, they're I outside, it's fine. Anytime they're outside, it's fine. It's only most, when they're in interiors. Most of weird? them. There was a there was one or two uh, uh, trail walks that must have happened towards the end of a shooting day, where like light was a little dim, and I think they put out a key light to try and like hit their faces a little hard, but then it flattened out the picture in my mind. So mm-hmm. I don't know. There's a um, maybe maybe being a little very specific. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So Mr. Knightley leaves. And then, of course, Emma reveals to Mrs. Weston, sorry, Miss Taylor, who's Mm. Mrs. Weston? I don't know her. Um, (laughs) Sears Tower. Um, Janine thought that that revelation to Miss Taylor reminded him of Clueless, practically shot for shot. That's a note that I took during the crowdcast. Tell me more about that, Janine. Well, and you know, I got to say, there was, it felt like, and I, there were a number of moments that just gave me hardcore clueless uh, vibes, right? Where, uh, so that particular scene, I don't know if it was that one that felt super shot for shot exactly, but like there was the, when um, uh, Harriet was confessing her uh, love uh, correctly, and that was felt very much like the Brittany Murphy scene. Uh, there was uh, the as if, scene of like when uh, you know he didn't know that that also felt very much like Mm -hmm. uh, a clueless scene so it just i know this was before this was after this was before clueless or after clueless after right which means probably same year but just after yeah Yeah. so there 
same time. Sh- yeah. Yeah. So like that means like neither one informed the other, but for some reason these scenes and the energy in them was just it felt so what I remember of Clueless. Is there a I love John, I hate John moment <laughs> in Clueless? Because that really I that loved was good. it. I wrote that. That was that really one solid. <laughs> in which case, I love John. But then if he does this, I hate, I hate John. John. Oh, <laughs> how did John let him do that? I hate John. <laughs> which was very deceptively used in the trailers, by the way. Like all the trailers for this movie. Or like Emma, Emma Woodhouse, handsome, dastardly, and whatever Janine said that she is. Quick. Like, and then it goes to quick. Thank you. <laughs> so like, I love John. I hate John. Who's John? Like to yeah. me, it was like who? Who's? When is John going to show up? Like I remember my first viewing, being like, well, I know that John is the man that she loves. No, bitch. No, that's her brother-in-law. You just got a You're bad. Right. You about got a bad cut of the trailer. Yeah, yeah you did. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Also. Uh, um, speaking of uh, Emma's oh, emotional God, roller okay. coaster, I do want to pause at least briefly to recognize um, Emma replacing Harriet's portrait with a portrait of a dog. <laughs> what the fuck, girl? Yes, that was way so harsh, hard Emma. A fucking dog face. Nor McDonald. That it was, was harsh. very harsh. Really harsh. That was definitely a lot in the middle of the night, where she's like, "I have to do something." Mm-hmm. What are you doing in the middle of the night? You're going to move a picture. Fucking cheap. Petty. Petty. I mean, I Petty. tried not to think of him when I went to bed. <laughs> Could have played very differently if this were, say, Bridgerton, which yes. Jane Fairfax went on to become, you know, a big cast member of. So good for her. Get that money. Yeah, 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 yeah. But then basically TLDR. Oh, interesting. Now Emma is out and about. She's praying to the Lord. If you can just say, oh my God, Lord. just going to her family's church, going inside, dropping to her knees and saying, Oh, Lord, please keep him single (laughs) is so audacious and hilarious. Just like, Uh I wouldn't mind if he just never married anyone. Just, dear God, if you're listening, it's me, Emma. (laughs) Don't let Night D marry anyone. Oh, I'm so glad that Night D is going to (laughs) stick. Oh, Night D is is on. Uh, on. And God apparently was listening because as she left that church, Night D was waiting for her. Yep. Well, accidentally. That was he, my favorite he came through the bushes. Scene. He came yeah. through the bush. Like That's a mysterious poor came person. The bush. He kind of did. Uh, this was my. This is my like favorite Jeremy Northam scene. Poor person. It's so oh. good. When he's too chicken shit to just fucking tell her right away. Like, why? You guys could see me. I was like, and? Yeah. Get to the point, Night D. Oh. When she, when she was like so pained, like, maybe you shouldn't say it. Don't say anything at all. I was like, fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck, I'm upset it's now. Not the ground he hit the fall. ground with his stick. And yeah. I was like, that's Night how D. I feel. I feel that Ooh. way. No, he like. Like, not yet. Night D hitting some bush. But then <laughs> soon. Soon. Not yet. Not yet. And then he's like, oh, no, it's but okay. then I'm they find their house. way together and it's very sweet. I want to stay where it's cozy, it but I'll go. I'll go to your house. Yeah. Do you remember that foreshadowing with that camera? That movement? was his house. Mm-hmm. Wait, that wasn't his ha- their house, was it? It was someone else's house? Was that that, that was, was his, his house. house in that yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Okay, I have a question. Mr. Knightley rules, and there is nothing that will change my mind. But I, there's a question that begs, begs asking. Now, he says, like, you know, I have humbled you, I have lectured you, and you have borne it as nobody could have borne it. Which, you take that by itself, is like, 
are you nagging her? Like, are you, have you been grooming this woman? Like, what's the deal? But then it follows up with, perhaps it's our imperfections that make us so perfect for each other, which is so charming, and then everything is fine. But, like, how do we feel about this dynamic overall? Well, I mean, they're not not brother and sister. I mean, that's, <laughs> let's just start at that base level. Mm-hmm. True. And then take the age difference and know that he has been watching her grow up for a long time and probably has like dropped little nuggets on her but to try and <laughs> craft her in whatever way he thinks is best. I don't best. think it so counts as a little, negging a little bit because if yeah. you're but, negging someone it's emotionally manipulative and what he is doing is just the being the only person who tells Emma the fucking truth. Um so, I mean, the dynamic is definitely weird, but I don't think it's negging yeah, that because if, that would be like if he was like, oh, Emma, that's a nice dress, I guess. That's negging. Here he's like, Emma, you're a terrible person. Please get it together. <laughs> Emma, would you read a fucking book? Emma, <laughs> she's too tall. Why did you make her six foot tall? She's five foot two. Get it together. Emma, come on. Emma, Emma, which is good. Everybody needs that person. cute kissing yeah i mean and then right there's cute kissing it's hap marry me oh, that was really nice uh adorable i felt like we edged and that moment i'm so glad we got there it really did take a minute <laughs> yeah. to just fucking Jesus say Christ. what you mean sir <laughs> just say it fucking hell and then they scared. go ahead oh that and was... then they that pull out yep well maybe that was the wrong words no. to use you have to stick with it now well, so that pull away from the scene where they're underneath that tree. And this is one of those beautiful lighting moments where I think they got fucking lucky because like, I don't know how they would have lit that on purpose. Like the big tree with this, all the shape. They this waited one, like, bright hours spot and hours and hours. Above go, 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 go. Beautiful. And then, like, like rave it, waving the flag for Tom <laughs> no! hands to get the dolly down. The field. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Reset one more time. I just hurt my throat. Oh, no. And then is there anything (sighs) kind of between that and them getting hitched? It's kind of like a a race to the finish. Yeah. Yeah, and then it's like they had to tell everybody, and so people were happy, except there was one such person. Oh, yeah, poor Harry. Whatever. Gratefully employed. Um, Also, I noticed that Mr. Knightley's waiting outside the door, like eavesdropping on on Emma telling Harriet and so, like, I hope to God that he comes in through a different door because imagine being Harriet and fleeing, upset, and being like, you dumped me, and now you're uh, here. You know, it, it, he probably, Mid- Night D probably came through the back door. <laughs> this is why you're having all these problems at the alpaca shack, dude. <laughs> because you're making these dirty, dirty jokes on this podcast. I feel like I should mention... Into your I feel like I should life. mention... Like you See, this podcast ruins lives. <laughs> that Julie... Um, that that's not a, a metaphor or a code word. Uh, he actually works at an alpaca shack. He actually works at an alpaca shack. It's During Christmas season. only. Holiday yeah, season only. I help Seasonal work. Help. It's a seasonal thing I do with a friend, and it's uh, but nonetheless, um, anyway, so yeah, night D, <laughs> night D. Okay, one more moment where Emma does well, where the Palter does really good moment. Uh, so she's in the greenhouse, 
Harriet comes in. Since weeks you've been here, I've stayed away because I was afraid to tell you my news. And so I consented to marry Robert Martin. And then, bless her heart, one of the culture just perfectly says, whatever happened? <laughs> Why? Why? <laughs> but right, we love this for her. And then, of course, we see the, 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 the Messer and Mrs. Knightley doing so. Friends, how do we feel about the golden buttholes cut to like turn to camera as I did the, not uh, like it <laughs> just that moment where you're like I thought I hated you now I know I hate you but it, I just <laughs> found it to be really jarring and like out of place with the rest of the film and like she had already done such a good job they didn't need to gild the lily and what so she- but she was the narrator of the entire film. No, Mrs. Weston. <laughs> sorry, Miss Who's she? Miss Taylor is that yeah. actress is See, the is the narrator for the rest of it. it does. This is why it's I'm strange. so fucking confused. Like it makes it look like she was the narrator. I mean, I feel it's like, like they no. just wanted uh, does, one more fun <laughs> Mrs. E joke, but she could have just whispered that to somebody else. It just didn't need to be to the camera. One more fart. Not enough satin. Very yeah. funny, but like just whisper it to somebody else, and then that person could be yeah. like, no. uh huh, and then just walk away. Shocking laugh. Well, like when they show up they at the ball and everybody flees else. when they walk <laughs> through the door. That would have been so much better. <laughs> that said, like every wedding we've been to, and also when we went wedding dress shopping like two weeks ago, my mother and I say to each other, shocking lack of satin. So like, thank you, Juliet Stevenson, for all you've done. We love you so much. If you don't make it to the final four, I will light this podcast on fire. But I speaking don't of know threats, how she wouldn't. Right? Thank you no. so much for letting me threaten my way into well, we value our yelling lives, at you about so. <laughs> this Emma for so long. Really appreciate it. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. Yes. Um, we did a whole every... cost benefit analysis. Yeah. Now that yes. we're an actual kind of company, and I, I just need to bring this up real quick. Here's how I know we're real. <laughs> Oh. We got a U-line cali- <laughs> We got a U-line catalog addressed to Podlander. Man, so we you guys storage Fuck. solutions. We've really made it, haven't we? Yeah, some knife boxes, box knives, some scales. Like you need it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you know what we also oh, we always, always need, need scales. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know to what? Find us on Facebook Girl, at facebook.com/slash/podlandercast. They can also find us on Twitter at podlandercast or on Instagram at where can they find us, Amelia? They can find us at Sickburn Jane at Podlandercast, or if you want all of your network news in one place, Podlander Presents. We're doing some fine reporting. (laughs) Um, Sure. Uh, you can also find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash podlanderdrunkcast where you can support the show and get all kinds of fun bonuses, including our new series, What Now? What Now? What Now? Uh, which I'm very excited about. We want to thank all of our patrons who make it possible for us to do the show that we love uh, and for us to get Uline catalogs. It's all thanks to you guys. Uh, we, we thank all of you, but especially the following lovely folks. <clears throat> Jess Bree, Catspaw156, Maddie Perkins, Snazzy Nach, Lisa Brienne, Julia Gulia, Kathleen Martini, Lauren Tennant, Kelsey Kemp, Madison Johnson, Emily Day, Betsy Ingle. That's my favorite section. Hold on one more time. Kathleen Martini, Lauren Tennant, Kelsey Kemp, Madison Johnson, Emily Day, Betsy English, Caitlin Reddick, Ashley Tikis, and Kristen Freckled Fury. That's my favorite, like that stretch. Uh, Laura Colm, <laughs> special guest host, Amelia Bazaar. Liz. And Tinkerbell, Stella Welch, Tori Halligan, Claire Feeney, Rochelle LaFever, Amanda Smizazazaza, Heather Robbins, Jerry Hurdle, Emily Carlson, Amy Gustafson, Rachel Townsend, Kelly Mazzella, Chantel Soldiers, Mary the Falling Statue, Kiara Lucino, Viv Pickles, a.k.a. Laura, Mary of the Grapefruit, Jenna Polkowski, Ann Gibson, Ruth McCormick, Kara Marlowe, Trish McCrary, Julie Detoy, Jen Lynn, Kelly Bodden, Amanda Newton, and Kiki. The, the Wise. wise. 
thank you so much. We will be back doing something. I don't know what yet, um, but there will be more Emma, and there will also be Christmas stuff, and then also possibly an episode where we talk about Emma Otter's junk band Christmas <laughs> and pretend it's an adaptation of Emma. <laughs> TBD. <laughs> Bye. 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 Bye.